Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm here to talk about life, man. What's up, y'all, man? It's episode 20, man. You heard it right. Episode 20 of the Open Minded Podcast. We here, we live. I'm so excited, man. I'm so happy. You know what I mean? I made it to 20 episodes, man. Thank you to all my listeners, everybody that tunes in weekly. Uh, it's about 11.06 p.m. Uh, the date is July 29th, man. It's a late night. Uh, finally got some time, you know what I'm saying, during the weekend to uh, do, to uh, do the podcast. So it's episode 20, man. Open minded podcast, man. I started this. Can't even remember, you know what I'm saying, my, my actual start date, man. But I'm here, you know what I mean? And I made it to 20 episodes, man. I'm telling you, I got a lot in store, man. A lot of plans is moving. So trust me, please be patient. I appreciate the, all my listeners, man, tuning in every day or every week, I might say. But um, like I said, man, it's July 29th, uh, late night. Uh, so we here, man. Uh, got a got a eventful, um, information filled podcast for you guys this week, man. Uh, let's dive right into it. So first and foremost, man, the weekly topic uh, that has has came up in various group chats that uh, I'm a part of, uh, various dialogue throughout the week. I thought it was a very in- interesting topic that I wanted to bring uh, to my listeners. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the sound waves of the Anchor app. Um, so the topic. The topic is simply this. Is having kids a legitimate reason to stay if your significant other cheats on you? Now, I've gotten a various amounts of answers in this in this topic, man. It's it's a very sensitive subject. I've I've uh, grown to understand that and realize that. Now, the reason why I say that is to be honest with you, a lot of people that that I've spoke with and engaged with um, about this said topic, man, honestly have been through it, you know, and it's something that's definitely understanding and I can understand how that can hit a soft spot, you know, when you're trying to move on in a relationship or something that you're trying to move past or even forget, you know, uh, I've been blessed to not be in this position, don't have kids at this moment in my life, but um, I can see, you know, how you could feel a way and how you could feel that uh, your family is worth taking a chance on, even if your significant other has has made a mistake. So let me get that out the way before I give my opinion on it. I can completely, completely understand how that can be an issue and how you can feel that, hey, man, my family is important enough for me to deal with my significant other, even though he did me wrong. This is where I have the problem with that, though. Now. I've spoke to so many people and they've given me this reason. They say this verbatim, Antoine, if I didn't have kids and my significant other cheated on me, I would leave. I would not put up with the disrespect. I would not put up with the with the embarrassment um, of being cheated on. Everybody finding out, uh, you know, and my friends, family, loved ones, even people that, you know, I, I'm associates with, even if they find out, you know, that's just that's just too embarrassing for me. Um, I have too much self-respect. I have too much pride uh, to sit and stay around a cheater, even though I thought that they loved me. Clearly, they didn't because they cheat. So their answer um, in in a nutshell is I'm not going to stay if I'm cheated on. Now, that's if they don't have kids. Now, that same person would say, but if I have kids with with this significant person um, and they were to cheat on me, I would have to at least think about my family I would have to understand that man my family you know means more to me than you know my significant other cheating on me I feel like I could look past it I feel like I can move on I feel like I could forgive 
you know, and try to give it a second chance, a second go at it, because I would have to look at my kids in their eyes and understand that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want them traveling from, from household to household because me and their husband or me and my ex-husband or me and my ex-wife are, are broken up. And in my opinion, I think that is, that's, I'm sorry, man, this is my podcast, so I'm going to say what I want. That's idiotic. Because in, in that regard, you're saying that your kids lower your self-worth. Now, when I say that, let me explain. I feel that if you're saying that I would stay if I have kids, but I would leave if I didn't have kids, you're saying the fact that you had kids with this person is, is proof that I take, I take myself and my accountability down because I have kids. I have them to think about. So because I have kids with this person, I have to put up with, with what they do. And I'm here to tell you, man, regardless of what you think, regardless of what your significant, your significant other does to you, whenever they cheat or, or whatever baloney they put in your ear, you don't have to stay. You don't. Your kids should not lower your self-worth. Just because you have kids, that should not mean, oh man, I gotta leave. I got, I, I can't I, I mean, I'm sorry, not leave, but I got to stay. I can't just not stay. I can't just leave and have my kids move from, from, from spot to spot. Listen, I've been in a household where my father cheated on my mom before. He's done it before. And that's not something that I'm out here just vocalizing, but I have to be real in this, in this regard, you know? And my mom, she got me and my brother out. Now, we went through times and tribulations in our lives where it was hard. It would have been way easier for us to have my mom and a father together, even though we wasn't, we wouldn't have been happy. It was two incomes. It would have been easier. Of course, it would have been easier. And we struggled, man. We had to live in my grandma's basement. Uh, we, you know, we went from hotel to hotel, man. Small, very small apartments, living with family members. It wasn't easy. But my mom seen what, how it, how that would have impacted not only her but her kids. Growing up in a household where, where you know, both both uh, the mother and father aren't happy, man, I'm telling you, that affects the kids. Even at, even at a young age, me and my brother were able to pick up on that. We were able to understand that my mom isn't happy, my father isn't happy. This is a toxic relationship, which makes it a toxic home. So understand that even though things could, could be going left, even though you, you might not be happy, even though, you know you felt like you would be together forever and you had this thought process that I have my man, I have my kids and this is perfect. Once somebody breaks that that beautiful and 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 righteous bond by stepping out and cheating, I'm telling you man, you got to make the decision that's right for you. The Bible even says that the only thing that make that that is understandable and is acceptable in leaving a marriage is infidelity. If you cheat it's understandable for you to leave. Don't let you having kids feel like you have to stick around and deal with, you know, deal with this, that, that's that significant other that, that cheated. Because when those kids go to sleep, you are in a relationship with that person. You were sleeping with that person that you don't trust. So don't put yourself in a position or in a predicament where you're not happy because it will trickle down to your kids. Your kids will pick that up. Even at a young age, I'm telling you. At man, I'll say seven or eight. I was able to pick up on that. I was able to understand that my mom was not happy. I was able to understand that my father was not being a man that not only a father to us, but 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 to a man to my mom. I picked up on those things. 
And I understood that this isn't where we needed to be. And the blessing is eventually my mom understood that. And we was able to vacate the premises. Now, like I said, we struggled. It wasn't easy. We we went through things. We, like I said, we had to live from family, hotel to hotel, man. But my mom and me and my brother, we were happy because we had each other. The the the, the living arrangements will, will, will come. That's going to happen. But as long because as long as you have faith in God and you know that you're doing the right thing, he will see you through. And my mom was able to put me and my brother through college, you know, and now she's happy. You know what I'm saying? And me and, and, I, and I'm happily married. My brother's happy. So you got to understand, man, you got to look at the long game, not the short game. Don't look at, oh, I got to stay with this person because they have a, a disposable income and, 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 uh, and uh, he's my father uh, or she's my mother's child. That doesn't matter. Because if you're not happy with that person, they're just another person. What makes that person a father and what makes that that, that that woman a mother is the fact that they're able to go through life with you. They're able to raise y'all child together and love you and, and not let nobody infiltrate y'all's marriage or your relationship. That, that, that creates you and makes you a, a significant other. You just having a kid together doesn't make you a, a, you a significant other. So I just, I just encourage, you know, from a woman and a man, if, if your significant other is cheated on you, don't feel like you need to stay because you have a child. You mean so much more. God has created you for so much more than just being a baby mama or just being a baby daddy to somebody who isn't faithful or isn't loyal to you. There is somebody out there that loves you. There is somebody out there that will take you flaws and all and not disrespect you by, by, by cheating on you. Believe me, man, I've seen so many people get out of relationships that are toxic where they thought that they wouldn't find somebody else. And now they're so happy. And that's just a living proof of who God is. So have faith in yourself, but also have faith in God, first and foremost, and understand that just because things are south right now, you got to make that sacrifice to move on from, from that person, regardless of how you feel, regardless of how comfortable it may be. That person's toxic to you and that person's toxic to your child if uh, you two have children. So be able to move on, man. I pray that everybody out there is able to move on from any toxic relationship and they're able to have more faith in God than they do that that significant other to change. But let me switch gears. Uh, that was, you know, that was kind of the informational area of the podcast. It's a little gloomy, but I just felt like I needed to get that off my chest. I thought it was an interesting topic. Um, but I want to switch segments to the NBA comparisons. Um, now, I'm going to be honest out the gate. I'm going to be biased in this in this regard. This is truly how I feel, but I'm going to be biased, man, because two of the players that I'm that I'm comparing today, now me personally, I have a personal connection because I played both of their positions through middle school, high school, college, the whole nine, throughout my whole career. And also one of the other players is my favorite player ever. So I'm going to be biased. I'm going to be honest. So on today or this week's segment of NBA comparisons, I'm uh, comparing Kevin Garnett uh, and Tim Duncan. Now, if you would have thrown Carl Malone, you definitely can. But I think these two are the two best power forwards ever, in my opinion. Uh, they're both skilled. Both can shoot the ball from, from the mid-range down. Both have post work, which is extremely important and a rare art nowadays in, uh, in uh, the NBA. Uh, they both can rebound the ball well, like score when, score when they need to. They're, they're both emotional leaders. Now, now, they're both different in that regard because I feel like Kevin Garnett... He definitely leads with his mouth, you know what I'm saying, with his mannerisms and, and his intensity. I feel like Tim Duncan kind of leads from a cerebral uh, complex, and, uh, and uh, he kind of leads by doing, and not so much talking. But they're both leaders. Uh, they're both champions. Uh, they're both were part of historic franchises at once in their, in their careers. 
Um, but I want to compare these two men because so often they're all, they have been compared their whole careers. Um, Kevin Garnett, obviously, like I said, my favorite player ever. I know a lot more about him. He came shut out of high school, uh, fifth pick in the draft. I, I want to say the 90, whew, 95 draft. I want to say I, I might not, I, I may not be right, so please don't quote me. Uh, Tim Duncan, fresh out of Wake Forest. Uh, first pick in the draft. Not sure what, what draft he is. May have been 97, I think, maybe. Um, so just a quick rundown of Kevin Garnett, man. Uh, 18 points a game um, all over his career. 10 rebounds, 4 assists, uh, 15-time All-Star. Got one ring with uh, Boston in 2008. Uh, Tim Duncan, 19 points a game, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Also a 15-time All-Star. Got five rings with the San Antonio Spurs. Now at the gate... Obviously, one ring to five in uh, Tim Duncan's favor. I don't think that that's a fair assessment of their career solely because Kevin Garnett was on a very, very bad team when he was drafted to the Timberwolves. They were really bad, man. He, you know, he's he's been an MVP before in 2004, but I'm telling you, that team was really bad. He had to carry a much less talented team throughout his career early on. Tim Duncan has been a part of when Tim Duncan got to the Spurs, they had uh, the Admiral. They had the Admiral David Robinson. So, so they already had the blueprint to be great, man. The only reason why they got Tim Duncan was because the year prior, David Robinson was hurt. And that's why the Spurs were bad. And that's how they got the first pick. If that wouldn't have happened, they wouldn't even got Tim Duncan. And he wouldn't have been a part of that that uh, historic franchise. So at the gate, I don't think that you can look at Reigns and try to compare the two. Now, now if you look at stats, uh, 18 points a game, KG, 19 points for Tim Duncan. 10 rebounds apiece. K, uh, KG averaged four assists. Uh, Tim Duncan average three. They're both 50 time All Stars. So if you look at the meat of the of the uh, stats, they're they're right there. The only real reason why KG isn't averaging 20 over his career is that he got so much pride where he set the bench for the Nets and 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 uh, even played for uh, the Timberwolves and then retired there and played like 20 games and played five minutes a game. So the stats definitely took a hit for that, but that's just the type of player he is. That's definitely his his intensity, and that's why I love. Him. Uh, but like I said, man, if you're comparing the two, they're both champions. Um, they both kind of have a similar game. They're kind of stretched fours. Well, back in the 90s, they were because they were shooting 15-footers. They're both solid from the line, about 70% uh, percent all over their career. Both play defense. Uh, both uh, obviously play both ends of the floor. Both intensity, both both winners. You know what I'm saying? Both two of the best at their, at their, at their position. Now if, you're, now, if you're asking me who I'm taking... Once again, I'm biased, but it's not just because he's my favorite player. If you take the fact that uh, he's my favorite player away and I just watch both of their games, I'm taking Kevin Garnett. The reason why I'm taking KG is because I feel his mid-range was definitely better than, than uh, Tim Duncan's. People are going to try to argue with me and say, well, Tim Duncan had the bank shot from the mid-range. That's fine, but you have to be at a certain angle to hit that. KG is at the top of the key smacking down mid-range. Second of all, I think KG's uh, free throw was was better. They're both uh, strong and, and effective getting to the basket, but KG was knocking down 78%. Tim Duncan, 73%. Now, obviously, it's not that much of a gap, but it's better. So I'm taking KG in that regard. As far as defense, I feel like KG was a better defender. I feel like Tim Duncan was more fundamentally sound, but if you look at the fact that KG was definitely more athletic over his career, he he just he, he was longer. He was he's he he's always been that that vocal point on, on defense in any team he, he's been a part of. I just feel like he brings that more intensity, man. And and he not only plays good defense, but he makes players around him play better defense. I don't really think Tim Duncan does that. He plays good defense, but I don't think his his characteristics and the, and the energy that he brings on that side of the floor makes his makes his teammates play better. I just don't think so. 
obviously, like I said, they're, they're both uh, five-time or 15-time All-Stars. The only thing that you can compare is the rings, man. And KG has one in 2008, but you got to understand, he went to he was traded to the Celtics in 2008 when they had Paul Pierce and they had Ray Allen and they had uh, Rajon Rondo. That same year, they won the championship. So if he's part of a good team, he wins. The next year, they go back to the championship again and play the uh, the uh, Lakers, who who uh, they beat the year prior, and they lost their their, their uh, center, their starting center, Kendrick Perkins, and then they end up losing it in, in that round. The year after that, they're on their way back to the finals. KG gets hurt. So if you really look at the grand scheme of things, if you look at there's no injuries on the on the Celtics side at all, you could be looking at KG at least being a three time uh, M. M- NBA champion. Now that doesn't take away from Tim Duncan's rings. I respect it. But like I said, I feel like he was better. He was part of a better team for longer in uh, his career. I respect it, but I just feel like you can't look at that in regard to try to compare them to because KG was definitely slighted in uh, teammates' department. This is my opinion. His 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 uh best teammate for a long time was Sam Cassell. I mean, come on, man. He, Sam Cassell's not a top fifty point guard in in a uh, league history. That's just not fair, man. In my opinion. Like I said, man, I think that they're both great. Obviously, they're both Hall of Fame players in their uh, own respective regard. But if you're asking me who, who I'd rather take uh, on both sides of the floor, both effective, uh, both vocal leaders. I just love the way he what, the way he can lead the team, uh, the intensity that, that uh, he brings, uh, the characteristics that he brings to a team. He's also the coach on the floor. I just don't see I don't feel like you can go wrong with Kevin Garnett. He's a, he was a mobile, agile, big can knock down the jumper and can win you games on, on offense and defense. That's my pick. KG, favorite player ever. Don't, don't, don't discuss it. Don't at me. Don't disrespect me. That's the man. KG above any player in the NBA. The GOAT. Greatest of all time. All right, man. As far as music goes this week, um, the definitely, definitely vibing with the internet. Uh, it's a, it's an all black band. Uh, I love them, man. I'm pretty sure that you guys are all, uh, you know, familiar with them uh they have a new album out that that came out this year called hive mind smash hits man super super smooth vibe music just comfortable music that you can listen to in any situation if it's in the morning at night in the middle of the night in the middle of the day it's just super cool and vibe music it's just a beautiful thing man they got tracks like stay the night bravo next time which is oh my gosh smash uh look what you started it gets better it's just those are just some of the, the, the smooth tracks, man. I think they got about 15 songs in there, man. I'm telling you, it's a listen. Listen to it, please. The internet, hive mind. Listen to it, please. Now, I don't think that it's touching their uh, 2016 uh, Grammy-nominated uh, album, Ego Death. That's, that may be one of the best albums I've ever heard. I mean, you know, that's just me. But me and my wife love the internet, man. She put me on to it. Um, it just got super chill vibe music, man. Like I said, you can listen in, in any in any situation, man. Whether you're stressed out, whether you're happy, sad, mad, hungry, whatever, regardless of what it is, man. I'm telling you, the internet hive mind, man. Listen to their 2016 album, Two Ego Death. It's just super chill music, man. I'm telling you, you heard it here first on on, on the Open Mind the podcast. Listen to it, man. It's, it's definitely something that's gonna get you through the summer and probably through the rest of the year. For I'm probably I'm probably gonna never stop listening to it. Shows as far as shows go, man. Uh, since since yesterday, me and my wife have been binge binge watching Orange Is the New Black on Netflix season six out. Uh, they're at max now. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna go into to too much grave detail, but it's definitely a great season, man. We're on episode six right now. 
So about seven more episodes to go. It's about 13 episodes this season. They're all the hour long, so it's going to take you a little bit to watch it. But, it, man, my wife could be on this as well. Uh, she is she is responsible for all the entertainment that, that I experience nowadays in my life. Uh, but, yeah, man, Orange is the New Black. Uh, it's definitely something that uh, you got to watch, man. Some of our favorites, me, me and my wife, obviously, I think we both agree that Tasty's our favorite. Uh, but Ruiz, we love Piper. Uh, we love them all, man. They're definitely, you know, characters that uh, you can get involved with in their life. Um, and, you know, they're, they're obviously women that's in jail. But but in this season, they're, they're in max. So it's definitely something that you want to take a, take a hold on, man. If, 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 if uh, you haven't watched uh, Orange is the New Black before, like I said, I'm on season six right now. But go watch all five seasons on Netflix. Uh, they're phenomenal, man. It's something that you can get it. You, you can definitely get into. Each character has their own story of why they're in jail, and you can kind of get immersed in uh, the culture of uh, jail and then the women's lives as well. So, Orange, Orange is the New Black season six. That's what I'm on this week. Check it out, please, man. It's a phenomenal show. I love it. Podcast networks, man. I'm looking to get signed. I think my podcast is unique. It's something that, you know, God has laid on my mind, man. I got a lot more structure now. I'm, I'm doing my outlines for it. I definitely think, man, I'm telling you, I'm getting a hold of this podcast thing. Get on it while the train is hot. Any podcast networks that's looking for a new young talent, I'm here, man. I'm not going nowhere. I'm telling you, the podcast is only going to get better, man. Episode 20 right now. I'm telling you, man, I'm on a new wave, man. Nobody's doing podcasts like me. That's my opinion, and that's a fact. I'm telling you. So any podcast networks, please reach out to me, man. My Instagram is my full name, Antoine McDaniel, A-N-T-W-A-U-N-M-C-D-A-N-I-E-L. Reach out to me on Instagram. My, my email is am097812 at ohio.edu. If you want to get a hold of me, man, to talk business, you you know, you, you want to give me you want to sign me, you want to you want to get some uh, more information on why my podcast and why it is. If you want to get some sample episodes, if you want me to do um, a sample measure, you know, just give you a quick freestyle five to 10 minutes, whatever you need, man. I'm telling you, man, podcast networks, reach out to me. I'm telling you, this podcast is going to take off, man. YouTube channel coming soon. I promise you I'm in the process of making my my, my studio now. It's I'm, I'm coming, man. I'm telling you, this is this, this is what I want to do, man. This this is what I want to pursue. I appreciate everybody listening, man, so far. I got a lot more content coming for you. A lot more new new people that's going to be on the podcast. I've had a lot of people come up to me, say that they like the podcast. They vibing with it. They said I sound like a natural. I really appreciate that, man. Um, I got some new guests that I want to start bringing on, man. Some some uh, I wanted to start making my friends that, that's been on the All-Star episodes uh, a bit more, you know, um, everydayers. You know, I wanted to start putting them on more and more podcasts, even if it's one or two of them. I want to have all of them, obviously, but I just I, I want to at least start getting one, one or two people on there. You're going to start hearing my wife on here as well, man, because she's been talking about it, giving me concepts and ideas as well. Uh, but I'm trying to make the podcast blow, man. A, a, a lot of people said they effing with it, so I haven't heard too many negative things about it yet, man. So I'm telling you, I'm on the way. So any podcast networks, please reach out, man. I'm trying to make y'all y'all's platform bigger. I'm telling you. All right, man. As always, I'm gonna leave y'all with the prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity once again. Thank you, Lord, I was able to make 20 episodes of the Open Minded Podcast. Thank you for all my listeners. Bless them in their lives and just continue to let your love and your presence and will be felt. Help us, Lord, to get better. Our servants for you to use, Lord. We love you, God, and we thank you, God. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you, Jesus. In your name, Jesus Christ, we pray. 
All right, y'all. Once again, man, I got a huge shout out to my listeners, man. Open Minded Podcast, episode 20. I thank you guys so much for listening. I really enjoy this. I appreciate y'all, man, for being on this ride with me. More to come. I'm telling you, this is only the beginning. Podcast Networks, reach out to me. I'm telling you, man, get on this train. Get on the gravy train before you get left. We here, man. I'm telling you, man. Open Minded Podcast, episode 20. I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all. Coming back, obviously, next week. Tune in, and above all, stay open-minded, man. Love is love.